Welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. Hosted by the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program, our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life. Hello and welcome to Talking Facts. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter, Assistant Director for Family Consumer Sciences Extension at the University of Kentucky. Today I'm pleased to have joining me Dr. David Weisenhorn, our Extension Specialist for Parenting and Child Development. Welcome, David. Well, thank you for having me. Today's topic, you entitled it Healthy Family Habits. And I think that so often when we start a new year and, you know, folks have New Year's resolutions and you think about what it is that you want to do to be healthy yourself, but then also to help your family be successful in the new year. But I also know that sometimes as we get a few weeks into that new year, <laughs> life starts to hit and the kids go back to school and the extracurriculars start back up. And it just kind of gets harder to remind ourselves about those goals that we're working towards throughout the year. Today, we're going to talk some about healthy family habits regardless of the time of year and how that we can support not only ourselves or our partners or our spouse, but also our kiddos in building those healthy family habits. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's right. And I, and I appreciated the intro and that, that reference to the new year, because I think oftentimes we get wrapped up in thinking that that's the time that we make resolutions. That's the time we set a goal for the new year. And that's not a bad time. But the reality is, is that our goals should shift as the year goes by. And maybe we just have new targets or new things that we want, uh, new goals that we want to now put our, our efforts towards. And so, yeah, creating a healthy family habit can happen at any time of year. And so that's the good thing. And is as important as it is for us in the new year as those resolutions kind of come about, we oftentimes just kind of contemplate how the last year went and maybe new areas that we want to begin to focus on, identifying personal goals. But it is equally as important to establish family goals. And so I I wanted to toss out some ideas and challenge listeners today to begin thinking about goals that you can make for your family family that can become a part of the family fabric, can become a part of your daily rituals or weekly rituals and really make this thing something that that happens a lot of times without a whole lot of effort. That's good. I like it when at least you you give me, but also our listeners, kind of that that step-by-step step of easy things that we can do at home to engage our families. So let's get started. What do you have for us today, yeah, David? I really have to kind of toss this one out to our colleague, to Natalie Jones, who is our fitness specialist and really works hard to push people into a fitness routine because of how beneficial that is. I side with her and join her in those charges. And so the first thing I would offer is that we learn to exercise as a family once a week. And and I really, before I get the booze, because uh, I, I can hear them coming. Maybe it's the look on my face. Right. Yeah, it doesn't have to be for hours. We're not talking about a long extended period of time. And we're not necessarily talking about any kind of arduous exercise. You know, I, I think as Natalie has said in, in a lot of her podcasts is just to really incorporate fun in that. And that's what we want to do. But make that a weekly event when the family gets together. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's a game of dodgeball or kickball. I always like to relate these things, Jennifer, to to my personal life. And we just got a puppy, and oh, that's exciting. Uh, it is very exciting, but it's also very exhausting. It's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. But so now the family ritual in my home has been we're walking the dog as a family, and so every evening 
And on Saturdays, it typically is in the morning, but we'll get up as a group and together we'll walk around the block. And that's not very far. It takes us probably 20 minutes to get a loop around the block. So not again, not a very long period of time, but something that we're doing as a family. And I was just getting ready to say that my husband, especially, he's a walker. Trust me, he gets in his goal steps every day. But I, I walk often with him, and our little girl likes to go, but she can't really keep up at the pace that he's actually walking. So she'll ride her bike with us. It gets her out. It gets her active yeah. and allows us to have active time as well, but then also something that we can do together as a family. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's a good time to have conversations. You know, you're kind of you're outside a lot of times in these activities. You can be outdoors having a lot of fresh air, and it can generate a lot of really rich, uh, meaningful conversation. So I think that's a great one. The other thing I'll say, and, and again, I may get some booze on this one, no screens. I think being able to set a time in the house for the family to say, even if it's once a week, today or during this block of time, and, and I would certainly give it at least an hour, we're going to put away our phones. We're going to put away our tablets. We're going to put away any type of screens, turn them off. And then we're going to either have a conversation. We're going to play some board games. We are going to sit quietly. We could read. There are a lot of things you can do in that no screen time, but screens seem to be really a large part of our lives now. And as beneficial as they are, there are a lot of negatives to those. And so I think a really healthy family habit would be to turn off screens once a week for an uh, agreed upon amount of time. I know that we find at our house where our kids have such a large gap in age of 18 and 15 that sometimes it's really hard to engage both of them in the same activity. But as you just mentioned, board games, they tend to do really well with. It's not too hard to convince them, hey, let's go play a board game or have a family board game night. They are very competitive with each other, which could lead to probably a whole different podcast discussion, right? Right, right. But I love and our family loves board games. And that's something that we also try and do when there are, you know, holidays or birthdays that we maybe give them a new board game so that we have something new to add to the collection to kind of keep that activity fresh and fun. Yes. Yeah. It's And it's easy, right? Uno pack is, is, is pretty inexpensive. And we've been playing a lot of old maid at our house. So that Again, that's a dollar for the pack of cards right, there, and it's right. it's a lot of entertainment. A couple other things I'd mention. One would be, and I really think this is important. So this is this is while it's a healthy family ritual, it's also got a, a really uh, major important piece to the family fabric, and that's making an emergency plan. Oftentimes, these these type of rituals will come up when it's uh, fire season or something of that nature, but. The more my family and I talk about it, the more we realize the importance of being able to be very clear with our children as to to what are we going to do. Children are my children for sure are always learning in school the importance of having a safety plan in case there's a fire or a tornado or what do we do if there's an earthquake. All really really important things, and so to be able to take the time and to clearly identify just what will happen in your home can be a really good way to spend time. In and uh, make sure that, again, it's it's feeding the, the health of the family. Right. And I completely agree with you because we, we never want our kids to be scared if we can prevent it. And so yeah. if something unexpected does happen, the more that we have talked to them, the more that we have prepared them, the more that they know 
what to go and do, hopefully they'll make their way to safety, but also they'll be much calmer in the process. Absolutely. And yeah, and just the safety piece of that is just so critical. And then the last thing I'll leave you with would be the opportunity, and I may have said this before in another podcast, of just volunteering as a family and how, how fun and beneficial that can be. And there are a lot of ways in which you can volunteer your time. You can do that at local organizations. Uh, my family and I have have oftentimes gone to um, the Salvation Army and helped with with some uh, holiday events that they have there when they're handing things out and, and serving others. Also, we've made sandwiches and handed those out, especially in the colder months. We've just gone and, and seen folks that look like they could use a healthy sandwich, and, and so we've offered those up. We've also made cards for patients at the local hospital, you know, sometimes for, for young children. Uh, we, we've done that for holiday events like, like Valentine's Day and things of that nature, Mother's Day, and, and sent those off. And those are really rich, rewarding opportunities that as a family you can do. Again, it creates a lot of really healthy dialogue and can be really critical to the, the overall health of your family. Just as you were talking, that's exactly what I was thinking about, just the conversations that you can have with your kiddos mm. um, in doing those activities. So again, like you said, it's kind of a win-win that you personally get to gain from the the family time and the bonding time and bringing your family closer together, but then also getting to experience the joy of, of giving back and also watching your kids learn that joy of giving back as well. Absolutely. David, thank you so much for joining us today. Greatly appreciate Thank you, Dr. Hunter. Thank you for listening to Talking Facts. We deliver programs focusing on nutrition and health, resource management, family development, and civic engagement. If you enjoyed today's podcast, have a question or a show topic idea, leave a like and comment on Facebook at UKFCSEXT. Visit us online at fcs.uky.edu to learn more about the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program or contact your local extension agent for family and consumer sciences. We build strong families. It starts with us.